0: As a business owner, you spend a significant amount of time and money helping potential customers find your business. When you launch new marketing campaigns or products, do you have a plan in place for handling more calls and questions? Well, you don't need to hire and train someone. Just sign up for Abbey Connect. Abbey Connect provides business owners with a professional and courteous customer care team specifically trained on your business. There's over 100 hours per week of answering coverage included. But you get to choose exactly when you need the help. Abby's team can transfer calls to you in the office or on the go and can also send your call information via email, text, or even directly into your CRM. Clients of Abby Connect report a higher volume of new client call conversations, a more efficient workflow, less interruptions, and a renewed focus on the core of their business. I'm telling you, check out their reviews. With Abby Connect, Helping you with the calls, you can focus on your day to day operations and marketing your business, knowing your callers are well taken care of. For my listeners, Abbey Connect is offering a no obligation free trial. And after your trial over, my listeners also will receive 95 bucks off their first bill, but only when you sign up at my special link. It's Abbey Connect Elevate. I mean, it's abbeyconnect.com Elevate. So sign up today, abbeyconnect.com Elevate. That's E L E V A T E, to begin having your phones answered today. All right, kiddos, strap on your headband because we're about to discuss Plan D. You know those disruptors that come in and ruin everything actually to reassemble it and make something great? That's what we're talking about today because I think you're one of them. You're about to hear all that and so much more on today's episode of Entrepreneurship Elevated! I got Jack today, right? You got the chills, you got goosebumps, Calvin. Don't be an ass about it. My name is Mike Mcallowitz I am an author on a mission to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty. You know, there's that gap. People think you're wildly successful the day you become an entrepreneur. The reality is you're struggling in the wild of entrepreneurship. We close that gap. We make you successful. We bring you money. We bring you time. We eradicate entrepreneurial poverty so you can do the good things you need to do. That's what we do on the show, and I'm proud to have you as a guest. I'm also proud to have in studio my dear friend... Kelsey Ayers.
1: Hello, friend.
0: How you doing today, Kelsey?
1: Great. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing well. And also in studio is Jay Bone. Hello. Jay, welcome, as always. I love the lighting setup you have here today. It's powerful. Looks good. It's good. We're doing this on video. We, we bought new gear. Uh, but you know what I love about Jay Bone? He found this gear at B&H. Is that where he bought it? Yeah, B&H. $100 cameras that are refurbished they would have been normally
2: like 300 but there was a sale plus they were refurbished so it was like yeah like
0: 100 cool. bucks yeah all of a sudden on friday night i'm leaving i'm the last person i leave on friday by chance all these boxes piled up downstairs right at the entrance which is left unlocked until midnight there's no one they're crazy
2: fast i ordered it yeah. on thursday afternoon ish yeah but it, dude people could steal this
0: stuff so i lugged up all your boxes that's oh thank the, you
2: thank you. you well they were stealing your stuff I did pay. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. so kals what can people do <laughs>
1: They can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify or any podcast or anywhere or entrepreneurshipelevatedpodcast.com.
0: That's awesome. And um we've new microphone caps, I guess you call these things. Like if you ever see a newscaster from like Channel 5 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It says Channel 5 sports news or Channel 5 weather. We now have our own like little advertisement on our microphones.
1: Yeah. Who'd we get th- Could you speak into the microphone? Who'd- I forget his name. Don't ask me that. Oh. Was it from uh, Grow My Accounting Practice, not Entrepreneurship.
0: Oh, it, oh! so it wasn't fans of this show. No, right. It was fans of the good show.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Cal's uh, J-Bone, I have a question for you. Also, Mike Maddock, our guest, uh, pretend you uh, are not like, we're I not am introduce so you yet.
3: engaged right now. <laughs>
0: okay. Here's the question, Mike, and everyone. I want to know, what's in your trunk of your car right now, the most embarrassing or funny or unique thing? In I your know ma-
1: exactly what's in the trunk of my car. All heart. right, you're up, Cal's. What is it? I have a hand drawn picture by yours truly. And when I say yours truly, I mean Mike McCallowitz In your trunk? Yeah. Of what? It is of a person bending over with. His- oh, no! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell,
0: tell Jay Bone how this came about, this picture. Yeah.
1: So Mike does this fun little exercise where he, like, draws a picture. He describes a story, right? <laughs> and the picture in the end is
0: a Inappropriate. picture of
1: a butthole. <laughs> oh, come on! Shh.
0: <laughs> this is this guy's broadcast, you know.
1: Yeah, it's horrible.
0: It's horrible. So here's how it goes: I, we ended our retreat, and I said, "Who wants to hear like it's a horrible, dirty joke?" So all the hands, Kelsey's like hands, skyrockets. <laughs> it's like yes. So I draw. It's a, a scene of a house with a the sun. There's snow melting on the house, but the last part, it's a it's a building story. The last part of the drawing makes it this person bent over, exposing them. Yeah. To sell their yeah nice. So that's in your trunk still
1: yes so yeah. you kept
0: it so you liked it that much
1: i'm waiting to frame it to give it to you
0: oh it's
3: awesome yeah mike what's in your trunk my trunk uh, unfortunately has a towel for my workout spread out across the whole trunk because mm, i didn't want to put it back in shit. the bag wet so Ooh.
0: well that's first so how soiled it's <laughs> it. A butthole
3: i'll give you that <laughs> yeah. yeah you drew a butthole on it what um
0: but i don't get it is that the same towel you use workout after workout or do you rotate that thing
3: uh, you know, every other week or so, I rotate it out. Oh, filthy. Yeah. Filthy. <laughs> no, it's after J-Bone. the shower, I use it, to be clear. Of course, of course. J-Bone.
2: I, I actually don't have anything. I cleaned my car out over the weekend. Empty? Yeah. Well, and plus I figured, because if I was, you know, hauling gear, well, you know, yeah. so I need a, need a clean trunk. Yeah. Wow. What's wow. in
1: your trunk? I, yeah.
0: So I don't have a car.
1: Oh. <laughs> so this is
2: ridiculous.
0: I, over, I, I currently, quote unquote, own- three cars. My wife uh, has a car. I bought a car for myself that subsequently my daughter took um, to college with her. She needed a car. So we had another car. It was my wife's old car that we were going to sell because um, we bought it when she got her new car. But I'm like, oh, I'll use your car. So I have her old car that my youngest son now takes to school. Mm. So I literally have no cars. And I'm like, no way are we having a fourth car in this house. as a bull so I get, I think it rides to work. I asked Kelsey like a few
2: times, "Hey, can you give me a ride home?" Like, I I hitchhike to work. How, how much would uh, or oh, how far are you? You could ride your bike. Uh, I could, I could. They're dangerous
0: roads. Yeah. So no, I. Too windy. I, yeah, it's a thirty-minute bike ride. I would totally do it. I used to ride my bike to work, but they're windy, blind turns. Yeah. Um. Yeah, why so I hitchhike. An Uber watch. would be like five bucks. I do Uber sometimes. Yeah. Like My wife, I get home, She, how'd you get home? I'm like, I Ubered, thanks for the ride. <laughs> so, do we have any uh, listener shout-outs?
1: Sure we do. This comes from, it's an iTunes review. It comes from Business Rookie. How do you like that name?
0: That's a good name. Yeah. And you didn't laugh and snort at it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, they write... Mike and Kelsey are a joy to listen to and make it easy to understand how a business should be run. They do this by bringing on easy-to-understand and interesting guests into their podcast. Until today. I truly believe all business owners <laughs> and those thinking of starting a business should be listening to the Entrepreneurship Elevated podcast.
0: All right. Uh-huh. Thank you, business rookie. Your mom uh, loves I you, know you, Mike.
3: Were... That is so sweet. Do you
0: like how I got a little slam on you,
3: brother? <laughs> I loved it. I also like <laughs> the way your mother writes. Oh,
0: (laughs) all right back in your hole um so i want to thank our corporate sponsors nextiva and receipt bank uh nextiva is coming out with um some new technology we'll talk about a little bit Um, and receipt bank always uh focusing on our health and we'll talk about how they prevent ass welts um in their technology all right His name is Mike Maddock. He's a dear friend of mine. That's why I rib him so much. Mike Maddock considers himself an entrepreneurial anthropologist whose purpose is to inspire and empower curiosity. He gives leaders the confidence to take action by providing the inspiration, tools, and connections they need. He's an entrepreneur, a keynote speaker, and writer, and the author of Idea Monkey. Now, he's here today to talk about disruption. Plan D. With no further ado, Mike,
3: welcome to our show. Welcome, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Kelsey. It's an honor to be here, really.
0: (laughs) That that was said with such inauthenticity. Really,
3: really. (laughs) Dude, what is a disruptor? Uh, A disruptor is someone that comes into a situation and blows shit up for the good of the whole. So... You, we know these people they they're they live in large organizations and small ones they come in they see something that doesn't make sense to them and they break it and when and then they put it back together and it is better and they they seem to be able to do it again and again and again they do it in relationships they do it in business uh, many of them are entrepreneurs and some are entrepreneurs so uh, there's they're my favorite people and uh, they usually start their lives by being told they are disruptive in class. They're disruptive at school. Oh. They're disruptive in relationships. These are the same people that that uh, grow up to be, you know, famous entrepreneurs.
0: Well, who, who are some of the famous disruptors?
3: Uh, Branson's a disruptor. Ted Turner's a disruptor. Oprah's a disruptor. You are a disruptor. You're, you're getting famous. Admit it.
0: <laughs> well,
3: I don't know if that's true.
0: Um, and you know what we, so Mike and I met Kelse through um, a thing called Gathering of Titans, um, which Mike, you quickly called Gathering of Egos. Um, that's correct. And, right. And it was a gathering <laughs> yeah. of all these different entrepreneurs. I remember this guy, Barrett Ursek, who no one may recognize his name, but here's a guy who was in lawn care services, J Bone, and he went in front of the group one day, had this epiphany. And changed his whole business. Do you remember that, Mike?
3: I do. And in fact, um Barrett's a good friend of both of ours and his story is amazing. I mean, he this is a this is a guy that dropped out of college because he had a lawn care business that he was making really good money at, like a million dollar lawn care business. And he went in and listened to professors drone on about how to run businesses, and he, you know, then he'd run home and run his business. And at one point he went to his parents and said, Hey, I can't do this anymore. And his parents were horrified. They're like, you got to go to college. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I got to, I've got a business to run. So yeah, that it was the second year of us gathering. It's a three-year program. He jumped up, said, I got to go in the morning and ran out of the room. Yeah. Um, and then he, basically the end of the story is he figured out a way to use Google maps before there were Google maps to do estimating in lawn. And he took mm-hmm. 70% of the uh, the challenges out of his business quadrupled, or five uh, x his profit, and got bought by Scott's Lawn Care about three years later for kajillions of dollars. The thing about Barrett is yeah. he's done it again and again and again, and his superhero power is an abundant mindset. Barrett is the has the ability to, you know, when he gets punched in the face. You know, be grateful for it. He sees something good. He sees possibility where other people see problems, and that's one of the things that the book noticed about disruptors that they um, that they are they have an abundant mindset.
0: Yeah. So you wrote this book. It's called Plan D: How to Dream, Drive, and Deliver. Uh, I know you were doing research years back, and we were talking about it. You featured a lot of disruptors, and you said they all have this superhero power. You just mentioned. Uh, Barrett's, uh, what what is a superhero power, and is it all the same, or is it different for disruptors?
3: No, so you know, I started to read all these books about grit, you know, gr- gr- resilience and grit, and I'll admit that as a kid, I saw people that you know, we grew up in a you know middle class family and. But there were a couple of entrepreneurs that lived in the neighborhood and they have these big boats in their driveway. And I, I started to think, God, that guy's lucky. He's lucky. He's lucky. Mm. And then I noticed that he and she were lucky again and again and again. So I got mm. curious about what it was that that these people had in common. And I, I started to interview uh, relatively famous disruptors and then noticed 10 things that they had in common um, that that surprised me some of them, and usually they didn't even know about it. So, and I call them superhero powers, they're disruptor superhero powers. And each chapter in the book focuses on the superhero power um, that, you know, how they came to have it and then how you can practice and have it too. That's, I guess that's the good news is that most of these things uh, can be learned and, Mm -hmm. um, and not all, not every disruptor has all of them. They usually have two or three of them at work. So, can you lay yeah. a few of them on us? Sure. Yeah. So, um, one is that the one I mentioned—they have a uh, you know this this gr- grateful uh, ability to have an abundant mindset. Um, they use frameworks. Probably the most practical thing um, that i that I found in the book is that they have these go-to formulas that they use mm. again and again and again to make decisions faster and um, be right quicker. Um, that was mm. one of them, um, and that like for for process junkies, that chapter is the one they're like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, well, this formula is <laughs> awesome. Um, they they have the ability to under pressure uh, think th- in the opposite way they would think naturally. So so um, th- I I say they think like children, but they there are you know speaking broadly, you're a critical thinker or a lateral thinker. Critical thinkers draw straight lines between a problem and the best solution. Lateral thinkers just come up with lots and lots of ideas. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, so, so I was in a meeting once and I worked with this guy named Joe Kim. And uh, the meeting ends and I turned to him and I go, dude, you are like a total idea monkey you are so good at coming up with ideas. Those ideas are brilliant. He said, no, I'm not at all. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I, I really have a hard time thinking of ideas. So I've taught myself two or three ways to come up with ideas. And what I literally do is when I'm trying to come up with an idea, I run through these processes in my brain, and then everyone thinks I'm good at ideas. So
0: Which it yeah. sounds like he is good ideas. Can, can you share? Is there, is there a simple hack that our listeners and I
3: can Yeah, handle? so here's one. Um, have you seen those license plates that, you know, what would Jesus do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that you know, I work with a guy named Brett Miller. He goes, yeah, what would Jesus do? Well, you can, <laughs> the WW blank D, you can fill that in with like, what would Steve Jobs do? What would Einstein do? Um, what would Oprah do? What would, you know, uh, and, and you can literally force yourself to objectify a challenge and answer it the way a famous disruptor would. And what it does is it kind of gives you some distance from the problem and it helps Mm. you to generate ideas in a way that you normally wouldn't because you suspend, you know, what would Warren Buffett do? He's got a billion dollars to throw at any problem. What would I do if I had a billion dollars? So that's one way. There's another technique called SCAMPER, which is an acronym for Substitute, combine, adapt, modify, put to other use, eliminate, rearrange. You Ooh. can take each one of those words.
0: Yeah, that alone, my ideas have all been squashed. I give up.
3: <laughs> no, seriously. I think if you look at, um, if adapt. you look, if you own a cab company, <laughs> yeah, scampering a cab company would give you Uber if you really did the exercise. Because you, like, what could I eliminate? What if I eliminated the need to have a fleet of cars? What if I just use someone else's car? So those are the types of techniques. So that's a superhero power to, to think like children, to force themselves to um, think differently under pressure. Disruptors start with hate, not love. They um, What? Yeah. So most people in, in organizations, they focus on why folks love them. You know, like they love us, we're really good at this. Disruptors tend to go to where the hate is. They, they embrace the hate to innovate. They like, what do people hate about us? I hate this. So, if you think about I tell the story in the book of uh, uh, my friends Rob and Liz Repking. And Rob is a disruptor, and so is his wife, actually. They're both entrepreneurial. So, we had moved to this new town. And, um, you know, we were new parents completely screwing up our kids. We had this, our youngest son, Gunner. He's like three. And we're like, oh, we got to get them into a nursery school, you know. And so it turns out that it, there's a competition to get into schools in this town. And we weren't in the line because we just moved in. And so, so one of my friends said, hey, you know, I can get you into the school. And it turned out to be this Montessori school. We get in. And it was it was Ron he goes I'll help you get in the school it's a great school well fast forward three weeks he comes up to me he's like Mike I'm so sorry what are you talking about oh my god that, it's a it's a it's a disaster that school's a disaster they're doing this wrong and this wrong and this wrong I'm like my kid's like four or five years old I, you know <laughs> he, he's fine he's like no it's a disaster well he went to the the people that ran the school and he started complaining and they're like you know you, Ron Sorry you hate all this stuff But you don't know what you're doing We've been doing this for a long time And it's not easy This is the way it's done Yada, yada, yada Well, fast forward About a year later Ron calls me and says Well, I've started a school And I've taken their two best teachers And I know I've never had a school before But I want to do it differently So he focused on hate something they hated and he he moved very quickly from this sucks to i'm going to create a better outcome and that's what disruptors do and most companies make the mistake of spending too much time on what people love about their their the experience they're delivering where the real disruption happens on the fringes people attack with you know the things that are really bad about their experience so that's and another I think one.
0: people I think people also go after their personal loves there was a restaurant down the street that opened up and they're sadly going out of business. I met with the owner and they said, oh, we did this because this was always our dream. We loved cooking. We thought we could do this. And it collapsed. They weren't – they never even considered what the customers wanted. It was right. all about their own personal love.
3: That's right. That's and kind of like about the, that, the Michael yeah. Gerber thing where, uh, you know, you, you do something because it's your hobby and it's – running a business is not your hobby. So – yeah. Anyway, there's the book is full of things like that. You, I, the yin for your yang, finding a soul soulmate. Great disruptors are aware they have a partner that completes them. You know, if they're big dreamers and visionaries, they right next to them. They have an operator that keeps them out of trouble and helps them focus on the things that, that matter. The but
0: most. how do you find a person? Because they don't get you. Like, you know, disruptors are weirdos, and I... we just you know.
1: <laughs> yeah shut <laughs> up you jerk
3: everyone <laughs> jumps in absolutely you,
0: yeah absolutely yeah 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 j-bone's just sitting here just shaking his head because he, i call him j-bone he hates it um he just no, just no i was
2: actually thinking so um i was looking for somebody to help me with hunter's recipe for a long time yeah and i, I went to craigslist because i didn't have any friends who could do it or wanted to help me and i didn't think operate they had, it to help me operate it i didn't think they had the skill set So yeah, and I met with people on Craigslist and it was the most horrifying experience. Yeah, Mike, how do you find that's
0: a great point, Jay Bone? How do you find that yin to your yang?
3: Well, it starts with awareness, you know, understanding what you're really good at and what makes you feel strong. Because the challenge is that when you're starting a business, you have to do everything, right? You're, you're the accountant, you're the head of marketing, you're head of sales, et cetera. But some of it you love and some of it sucks the life out of you. So, you know, if you have a mirror in your house and you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I'm really good at execution, but I'm not so good at coming up with new ideas. So that's, you know, that's the first thing. So you, you have to understand what you're looking for. And then there are tools. Like I love the Colby Index, to understand you know what you're good at because it doesn't change after you're four years old it's a great parenting tool as well i talk about mm. it in the book so mike um you're a quick start i know that because you've had how many you've you've started and you've had five or six success, successful now. businesses right i've started
0: uh yeah many companies i think five or six companies. yeah that's all.
3: right and and three or four of them have been really successful you're a quick start yeah. that's that's yeah. That's unbelievable. You know, I started the the conversation. You know, saying I'm really, it's an honor to be here. I mean it. I think you're, I think you're um, I think you're, you, you're one to be admired. You've done some amazing things, and you're not good at other stuff. And so the the I would I would argue. What's that, that, that to- supposed to
0: mean? First, it was this loving, caring comments, and you gave me a slap across well, the I, face
3: because I'm I'm sort of projecting a little bit. Forgive me, but but I too have started five <laughs> okay, or six. Okay. Businesses, and you know what? I shouldn't have. I should have started three or four, yeah, and had yeah. an operator that would say, "Hey, dude, before you start the next business, how about we execute this one?" So, <laughs> no, really, oh, and, and, and what you see in really mature organizations is the exact opposite challenge. They grow up to be run only by operators. Like for example, General Electric. I sat on the innovation advisory board of General Electric, and. Um, they were so good at execution. I mean, Jack Welsh came in there and Six Sigma'd the whole organization. And so guess what happened? They became so good at execution that once they'd squeezed the profit out of yeah. all the things they had, they, they forgot how to come up with a new idea. And this is Thomas Edison's company, by the way. This is a company started by one of the most disruptive people ever. That's right. But it's, it's, yeah. it's inconceivable.
0: But, it dude, disruptors like you, maybe myself, become very persuasive, right? So persuasive we persuade ourselves into believing our own junk. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real problem.
3: How, yeah. do we, how do we save ourselves from ourselves? Um, yeah, so having uh, – it's a, it's a big question. But when I, what I've seen is when you have a yin for your yang that's working – It's almost like a love affair. It's almost like you you respect that person's ability to do things that you don't like to do or you can't do so much that you cede that to them. The other thing is that there, thankfully, there are all kinds of really great processes. I talk about these in the book as well. That that through as you're uh, creating new. Uh, ideas, or as you're evaluating or choosing the thing to do next, um, there there are these processes that make innovators feel strong, disruptors feel strong, and operators feel strong. So here's an example: if you are an operator, and and you have a partner that is an idea monkey or a visionary or you know like a highly strategic dreamer, and they come to you with a new idea. What I coach operators to do is instead of saying, dude, that's illegal, we'll go to jail, or that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard, take a step back, admit to yourself that you don't know the answer, which takes humility. The reason you think it's a stupid idea is because you don't know how to execute it, and, mm. and, and then make a wish or or a how-to. So, so, so say something like, hey, I wish we could find, that, uh, find a way to make that idea legal. And step back and let that visionary say, oh, dude, that's that's a good question. Give me. Let me think about it." Now you've now you haven't you know you haven't killed the idea. You've played mm-hmm. into the strength. And there are techniques in the book that go both ways for the the visionary to cede to the operator. You know how to focus on the ideas that matter most. It's a, it's a big question. But when you see organizations that are highly functioning, I'm telling you, they have found yins for their yang across the whole organization.
1: Oh, groovy, baby. I love it, Mike.
3: Yeah. Mike, we, uh, we got to start wrapping
0: up, believe it or not. Um, but I want to learn a little more how we can get Plan D. So, so, everyone listening, Plan D is a brand new book. Just hit the market by Mike Maddock. It's Plan D, How to Dream, Drive, and Deliver. Where can people go, Mike, to... Check out the book and check out what you're doing.
3: So it's on Amazon. The uh, the actual book's on Amazon. The audio or the uh, the e book will be up later this week. I know that Borders likes it because I googled Amazon Plan D because I'm a narcissist and wanted to see how it was doing this morning. <laughs> and Borders' site came up, so they're they're on it. Um, yeah, and it's full of stories of, about people like the ones listening. You know, the ones that change the world. So my hats off to disruptors. I I, I believe. The future belongs to disruptors. We're getting punched in the face by the future. So you either need to be a disruptor, know how to work with them, um, or know how to manage them. And that's what the book's about.
0: Uh, and definitely check out MikeMatic.com. That's Mike-Matic.com. We'll have that and uh, other links in the show notes for you all to check out. Mike, thank you so much for joining us today.
3: It's thank an honor Mike. and a pleasure. Thank you, guys.
0: Bruh. Uh, all right. So just uh, hang tight though, because we might pull you back, Mike. So don't like totally leave. All right, Kals. Um, we got a lot of things to do, right? Mm-hmm. I got some new games, J-Bone. Nice. Are you excited? I am. Okay, so you guys will pick the game. Uh, we're going to do a tip for myself. We'll do a recap of what we learned and uh, Listener Mail, right? We got yep. tons of stuff to do. But first, I, <laughs> I hit that right. First, I do want to thank our corporate partners. Did you hear about the new technology from Nextiva?
1: I haven't heard. I'm excited.
0: You haven't heard about this? I have not heard. So, do you ever, you ever go on a corded phone and you get, that the the phone wire wrapped around your neck and almost die, and yeah, it's just that's the it's dangerous. Those long, you ever see a murder I've movie? That's how they all kill the most time. people. Yeah. Nextiva has made a cordless phone.
1: No way.
2: Why do you think I don't answer my Nextiva when anyone calls? Because I don't want to strangle myself.
1: <laughs> right, but now
0: you don't have to worry about
2: that. We have the you need you don't have, do you have a Nextiva? I don't. Okay. We still haven't got one. We ought to
0: get you one, <laughs> Kelsey, Let's get him one, and. and <laughs> How long can that pick go <laughs> I don't know. Like, this right. is like six Everybody, months now. <laughs> let's get him a phone, but let's get him one of the cordless phones. A uh, new innovation. Yeah. And um, yeah, just changing the world. Voice over IP. Nothing lo- but the best. Nothing <laughs> but the best for you, Jay bone uh, Next Evo, we seriously love that company. For bank do you ever hear about this thing called ass welts?
1: I have heard. It's horrible.
0: What
2: is it?
1: It's when you develop yeah, this of- ass. I mean, this welt <laughs> you on develop your an ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, most people From your do. your pocket area. Most people develop an ass the day they're born. Yeah. <laughs> right. You develop this welt, and but the funny thing is, it's not balanced. So think of someone that's famous for showing off their butts. Like
1: wasn't they J Lo? J
0: Lo. Yeah. She has a balanced ass. welt is really what's going on. That's the new technology that receipt banks developed. What they do is that when you put a wallet in your back pocket. And it starts rubbing and you get you know, you need it on both sides. If you ah. have one side, you look like you're Igor Igor ass. But now you have it on both sides. New technology from Receipt Bank.
1: Wow. Yeah. Very That's innovative. Awesome,
0: and they yeah. also scan in your receipts. <laughs> 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 all right. Now I wanna know what you uh, learned, Kels, from from Mike Maddic. What did you learned tonight? Oh, well, I like I a I lot. Like the, yeah. Bite on me.
1: First of all, I really like the difference between critical thinker and lateral thinker. I never heard that before. Never heard it either. I that's... think you made it up,
0: quite frankly. <laughs> uh,
1: but second of all, and even better, I think, I love the idea of like seeding to your um, soulmate, your operator or ID monkey in this situation by just asking the question as opposed to just knocking it down because you can't comprehend how that will work. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I feel like that's super effective.
2: Yeah, I like that. J-Bone,
0: do you have any thoughts that come to mind?
2: Yeah, that was my favorite. So- not to sound like boastful i think one of my good skill sets is like being creative and i think that's like why i got into food and i like designing things is cuz i like taking that creative and and putting it out there so like i have a book where i write down all these ideas yeah and i'll talk to my family about it and and they're really good ideas some of them are really good and they're like that's stupid and they yeah. always say that like now that's dumb and it, and i like that he's saying like no it's not dumb it's just you you guys are too stupid to
3: figure out how to make it work <laughs> i think that's yeah i think that was his exact words yeah yeah correct. um Mike, was that your exact words basically? Yeah, I think that there's a, it takes a certain kind of person to have the humility to admit to themselves they don't know the answer. And then the technique is to, to seed that. Like, well, how can we do this? How to – or make a wish. I wish that there was a way to do this better and then let the creative person figure it out. I think takes a certain type of person
2: person to think their family are idiots, too.
0: So, for me...
2: me, I'm an idiot, too, because I can't figure out how to do it. I don't know how to execute it. Screw the
0: family. They'll never get it. Just do it. Um, I loved Mike's tip of what would, and I'm filling the blank, do. Right? What a way to remove yourself from a consideration and put in other vantage
1: points. That's so smart. Yeah.
0: We want to know, listeners, uh, what your favorite takeaway was, too. So, when you rate and review us, and you totally should... Um, put what you learned from Mike Maddock on this episode. All right. Uh, now, uh, should we do the game or you guys want to do listener mail?
1: Uh, let's do listener mail and then the game.
0: Okay. 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 So, what's, what's our mail?
1: This comes from Jenna Steckler. Hey, Jenna. She writes I have an interior design business, I do a lot of resale. What is the best way to determine real revenue? I use QuickBooks Online for the first allocation. I ran the profit numbers for the month of January and used that number for real revenue and then made the allocations. Is this correct or do I have to sit down, add up what incoming checks are for, and then check them against COGS for those items I'm getting paid on?
0: Okay, Janet, So you're confusing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It's way too much. So all we have to do is look at how much money you made last year. Then- If, because you're an interior decorator, do you buy materials that are in excess of 25% of what you made? So for round numbers, let's say you made $100,000 last year in revenue. Did you buy $25,000 or more of furniture or other materials? If so, subtract that out to get your real revenue, which would be, if you bought $30,000 of stuff, would be $70,000. Most businesses do not need to make an adjustment unless you're buying materials or have a large amount of subcontractors. And subcontractors are people that own different types of businesses that work for you. So maybe you have a, I wouldn't know why, but maybe an electrician that comes in and does all the electrical work for the redesigns you do. uh, And they represent more than 25% of your annual income. Make an adjustment. The rule of thumb, everyone, listen, don't make any adjustment if you don't know. Your revenue is your revenue. It's simply a way to determine allocation percentages, but it doesn't matter uh, too much because wherever we start is where we're gonna start with your your history and build from there. It really just builds our it, it creates our target by doing these adjustments. So if you're confused, just go for your top line. It's that simple.
3: Okay. All right. Mike Maddic, we still have you? Yeah, do you want to ask me away. any accounting questions, Mike? You know that's my strong suit.
0: I know it's your strong <laughs> thing. Yeah. Two plus two. I don't know. Potato? Um Nickel. so Mike, we have some games we play, so I want you to determine the game you want to play. Today we have, uh, which ones, it's called Discover the Fake Product, I will list off three products, one of these is a fake, two of them are real, Mm -hmm. and you have to guess, Mm -hmm. and so does uh, uh, J-Bone and uh, Kelsey, or we can do uh, a new new game called Pure Cheese Quotes, Um, and I'll share how that came about when we get to it, but these are cheesy, real quotes, Mm -hmm. except for... One. One is my own quote. I mean, it's real, but you got to guess which one was my own cheesy quote.
3: Okay. Which one do you want to do, Mike? You know, since I started a product development company years ago, I- I'm going to go with products for 20, Alex. All right.
0: All right. Here we go. So, um... <laughs> my transition. Okay. All right. I'm going to rattle off three products. Now, I want you just to just individually vote. Okay. So, make mental note of this. Now, Mike, just so you understand this process is... These two of these are real products. I did the description for each one so there's some continuity in the voice. Got it. I don't want you to you know fall for something. So I got two sections here. Let's go with section two is what I'm feeling today. Um and I don't actually oh no, okay no. All right, here it is. Product number one.
2: (laughs) I knew he was gonna laugh. You always laugh at your own coffee.
3: Yeah, yeah, like every single time. So So funny. You're you're just
0: (laughs) it's called the eyeball massager. Uh the health benefits of massage are endless. Better blood flow, relaxation, and muscle recovery. With the patented eyeballer technology, <laughs> you can now get the most health benefits beneficial massage of all. Your eyeballs. Relax deeply, eradicate headaches and improve your vision. Device fits comfortably over your head. Warning. <laughs> Do not open your eyes during a massage. May result in scratches, blindness, or even death. The Brio IC360 Eye Massager now available for $160. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Number two. Blown Away Hair Messer. Not only is messy hair the in look, it can save you from embarrassing- <laughs> the next time you pretend that a friend calls and just woke you up, you can send a Snapchat with your messy hair for seconds later to your friend. Utilize the, utilizing the patented Cyclonic or cyclonic ter, uh, Tornado Blower Brush technology, your hair within 60 seconds will be messy as it was when you woke up. Uh, includes 4-ounce blown-away mess hair gel for permanent hold, available at Bed Bath & Beyond for $29.99. And the last product is the latte art maker. Latte art has been the subject of many Instagram photos. Who but who wants to see another palm tree or heart? <laughs> now with the latte art maker, you can print your favorite designs or even photos right on top of your coffee beverages. But you don't even have to learn to make your own beverage uh, your own beverage designs anymore. Now it's done on automatic. Made in China, the L800 comes with 6 print colors and edible ink. uh Capable of printing six lattes at a time available for eighteen hundred dollars okay um so
1: and to be clear so the, the actual thing. product might be real, but your description is totally not real no 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 is that no true? My,
0: my descriptions are consistent with what the uh company says mm. the, the one thing I may have done is add in um the a, a little element that is an expansion of what they said, but it, it's a, it speaks to what they said. It's <laughs> a creative to, license. It's
3: <laughs>
2: you know, a little creative license. But two of these are,
0: are real, and I would say 80% of the copy is verbatim to their intent. I mean, it's all my copy, but it's verbatim to what they intended.
3: Quick Mike, clarifying uh, question, Mike. Yes, of course, of course. Um, weren't Eyeballer and blown away your band's names in college? <laughs> 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 he knows me too well. It was, it was. I thought so. Okay, just checking.
0: Here's one here let me pull out one of our hit songs. Can't touch this. <clears throat> this was an eyeballer used to do this. Yeah. Can't touch this eyeballer. Okay. Um So does it does anyone need a recap of any of these products? I actually
1: feel like they're all
0: You got to be on the microphone. What were are, saying? Are we gonna vote? Yeah, no. No, you Invisi- pick your own. No, you your we have
1: own. to individually pick this time. Okay. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay. Does anyone need a redescription? <laughs> N- no. Okay. So eyeball massager, blown away hair messer, or the latte art maker. Uh, who wants to go first?
1: I'm gonna say the that- Eyeball massager.
0: Kelsey says the eyeball massager is a fake. But uh,
1: can, can I just say, in your description of the blown away hair messer, yeah. why would somebody pretend to just wake up on a phone call? Like, Who does that?
3: Well, have you ever dated Mike? <laughs> <laughs> you would, I mean, if you dated me, I'd be like, hey, Kelsey. Uh, like, I, uh, uh, I was just I, sleeping. I, uh, I, like, yeah, I can't make it. It's 2 in the afternoon,
0: <laughs> and uh, I'm looking out the window. I can see you walking around. I just woke up. Jay Boner,
2: what would you say? I uh, eyeball. Eyeball. I, I can't imagine if that's around. Um sounds dangerous it Could cause blindness. Never. Yeah. Okay. I mean even with your like The Brio, you never said, are your eyes open or closed? It says
1: closed. You're not supposed to open it says otherwise warning. scratching or death uh, might happen. Warning:
0: yeah. Do not open your eyes during a massage may result in scratches, blindness or that even death.
2: insane oh, No. Yeah. Okay, I'm sticking with that one. Okay.
0: The Brio IC-360. 36 360. All right, Mike, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I'm the same. I think that people actually do want their hair to look funky and I think it's yeah. a creative license. I think the latte art maker I think I've seen that. That's an actual product. Yeah. So I will <laughs> go with eyeball massager for twenty.
0: Dude, uh, I sunk your all's battleship. It's oh. a latte the latte art maker. No, no it's, it's the blown, blown away, away oh. hair messer. <laughs> <laughs> I made that Damn up.
1: It. <laughs> that, dude, just get a hair that gel. That was the most believable one. It's like pour water on your hands,
0: splash in your hair, and get hair gel. Like done. Like you don't do need we have a to do? cyclonic tornado blower brush. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but like if you watch yeah. the infomercials with like the the hair the hair do what was the the, the, the Flo-by? Do, No, not the flobe. <laughs> the, the 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 do up or something. Like they had these like crazy
0: things for yeah, women for hair all the time. But no one's made. Blown Away Hair well, they're, they're the massager. The eyeball massager is a real product, and the Brio, B-R-E-O-I-C, spelled S-E-E, 360, is the actual model. Uh, it's available for $160 bucks right now. You can get your eyeballs massaged. includes heating pads.
1: No! Yeah, swear to God. <laughs> nice go, go
0: Google it. And then the Latte Art Maker, it's available <laughs> on Alibaba for $1,800, bucks, popular with uh, local places. You can actually do prints of your favorite pictures.
3: That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Just, I could do that little... It's just like a butthole trigger, picture? Dear? Do we have to do something?
1: <laughs> That's what I want on my latte. Yeah.
3: Would you like the butthole latte, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what were you saying before I was I, funny? I am just so stunned with the butt, butthole latte. <laughs> my mom's going to call. what did you do today, dear? <laughs> well, uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: what, could you, you imagine telling your parents you were on a podcast? Oh, I'd love to listen in, dear. Just listen to the last, you know, the last 10 minutes. We talk about lattes, mom. All uh, right, um... I think Kels Oh, wait have one Elevation more thing. Point. Elevation Point. All right, Mike. This is the only part of the show that's serious. Everything else you listened up, up to this point, my friends, was junk. Now it's the good stuff. Oh, good. Uh, let me just find it. Uh, where's my Elevation Point? Okay. Do I have music for this, Kels? Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> There's the music. Okay. The Elevation Point is where I share something uh, that I think is of value to you. And uh, here's what I want to share. I think the worst people to get... Support for your new business ideas from are your friends, mm-hmm. and how many of us? J-Bone, you did this with Hunter Recipe. I'm sure you did it with your jewelry company. Mm-hmm. You go to your best friends and say, "Hey, uh, I have this new idea. I'm going to make this this dry rub for different, you know, barbecues and stuff. What do you think?" And They're like, "That's so good." And you're like, "You would buy this?" Like, "Oh my god, I would buy like thousands of dollars of worth." Like, they 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 stroke your ego. Like, you're making this jewelry. You say, "Oh my god, these jewelry parties are insane. I love them. I want more of these." Kelsey. <laughs>
3: But is is that, that what you did? Is that <laughs> why do all j Bones friends have lisps? I, that's what I want to know.
0: Because all friends have lisps. That's what that's not. That's the only voice intonation I can do. Okay, so like yeah, Kelsey, you're like, oh, I'm gonna throw a party for jewelry, and your friends like, oh my god, I would totally get this. This is amazing, and you're like, I'll probably charge like five hundred dollars. Like, oh my god, that's so fair. I think it's wonderful, right? Geez. And then, then when it comes to running your business, to starting this business, your friends like, oh. You know, I love the idea, but I have a soccer game I'm going to? Or, you know, like, oh, I, I, J-Bone, I love this Hunter's recipe, but I actually just bought stock in, in McCormick's, and I don't... feel like, like, I just woke up, I just, <laughs> and you yeah, snapped out a picture of hair. That's even better. I was, I was just, I'm sleeping.
2: I'm blind from my eyeball <laughs> massage yesterday.
0: I need to get my eyes repaired <laughs> while I drink my butthole latte. <laughs> so... The the advice here is don't ask friends. Like the friends are the worst. Because, listen, because they, they have good intentions, that's why they're mm-hmm. the worst. You go to a friend with an idea. They Mike,
1: protect you. They're loyal to you. Yeah.
0: Like Mike, if you came to me and said, "What do you think about my book Plan D?" Am I going to say, "Oh my God, this is so bad"? No.
1: Yeah, So now don't trust anything he says. I'm like Mike. This is amazing. I've never read a book so. I don't know.
0: Except that so it'll sound more like this is fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this book's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so your friends lie to you because they want to comfort you. The key is to go to strangers because strangers could give two shiitake about you. And so you go to a stranger and say, Hey, I made this thing called Hunter's Recipe. Do you want to buy it? You're like, um, Is that even safe? Like, who are you? And like, you're like, Oh, just, you know, get your, if for jewelry. Like, Hey, you know, can we have a party at your house for $500? And I'm like, um, No. <laughs> That's the reality. And so if you can get a stranger to say, $500 for a party at my house, yes, I'm in you have something that's going to be successful. Don't trust friends, trust strangers. Unlike what Mike's mom used to say. That's correct. <laughs> Good point, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Kelsey, we ready for the outro? Is there anything else we got ready. To... ready. All right. I don't think so. Lay it on me, then.
1: Yeah. Again, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, but please leave us a review.
0: Yeah, because this was your favorite show ep- ever, right? Ebba. Was this the best one, Ebba? Ebba. <laughs> I mean, Ebba, Ebba. entertaining, fun, educational. We ripped apart our guest. I mean, how many shows do that? You know,
3: there's one I, more thing you can. I feel complete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike feels complete. You, my dear friends, can take one final action. It's go to my website. It's MikeMcHallowitz.com or MikeMotorbike.com if you don't know how to spell Polish long horrific names. Go to MikeMotorbike.com and get a free copy of my newest book or one of my newer books, Surge. All right, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> that was horrible.